Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna, and today I'm here with Melissa Pettigiano. Did I say it right? You did. You said it correctly. Oh. Okay, good. Oh, okay. <laughs> my, the hardest part of my day is over now. Exactly. We're good to go. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm so glad to have you today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, really. Well, I'm so glad you're here. And we love to start off with the most difficult question ever, so the rest of the interview is easy. Okay. Who is Melissa Pettigiano? Oh, wow. Uh, I am a humble person. I'm strong in my faith. I'm a strong young woman. Um, Just to kind of give everybody an idea of who I am and what I do, I own my own company, M. Pettigiano Enterprises, LLC. It's both a book publishing and record label. I'm award-winning in both the literary and entertainment industry. I spread the great news of our Lord Jesus. I'm a recording artist, a songwriter, an author, inspirational speaker, and humanitarian. I love that. That's a very concise. You were like, that was perfectly practiced. Like, I think you practiced that one. <laughs> no, that's pretty much just, you know, knowing it from the top of my head. So I'm good. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. And you recently had a new release out called Look At You. Yeah. Tell us a little yes. bit about that and uh, where the inspiration came from. Was it like a certain moment that, this is it. I'm like, that is it. That's, that's the song or. Uh, oh, okay. So, well, this song is about a relationship with my Lord Jesus, our Lord Jesus. And I wanted to make it where it was a Christian uh, country kind of feel to it. And I wanted it to have that flavor of country music. I love country music. So I wanted it to have not just the traditional CCM feel, but with country. So it's really a song about a relationship with the Lord and how he's always with you. You're always with him and you can always rely on him no matter what. And my father and I, Raymond Pettigiano senior, we co-wrote the song together and we wrote it less than a day. And we knew that this was it. We just knew. And then we uh, contacted a producer, Eric Copeland with creative soul records and association with word entertainment. And we told him about it. He loved it. And we started working on it. Wonderful. It's a great song, by the way. I was listening Thank to it you. earlier today again, and I was just like, oh, this is nice. And it does have that country <laughs> feel to it. Just that. Yeah. 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 That's what we wanted. You know, I wanted it to have a little bit of a different feel. I mean, you can hear a touch of country in other singles we've done, <laughs> other songs we've done too. But this was one I really wanted to have more of that country feel. And it came out beautifully. I'm not just saying it because I, you know, wrote it with my dad, but everybody working on the project really worked on what we were looking for and they did such an amazing job. Absolutely. So now your first single was out was it, um, four years ago, uh, 2017, your first single. Uh, that- well, we released the first version of dear Lord Jesus uh, back in 2015. And okay, then 2015, re- I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> okay. And then we did a recreated version and that came out in 2018. So there's okay. two versions of that song. Yeah. Okay, so I may have heard that newer version, but it was it's awesome as well. So, it's okay, thank you. Yeah. No, no, it's it's a beautiful song. I mean, it, it's amazing, and that was done during a period when I got very sick. I had gotten very, very ill, 
and we didn't know what was going on. And I had collapsed. I had lost the ability to walk. I had frozen shoulders. Um, I lost my sight. We didn't know what was happening. And it took about seven months. And all I wanted for Christmas was to know what I had and what was going on. And um, a week before Christmas, I found out that I was diagnosed with Parsonage-Turner syndrome. And it's a very rare condition. It's kind of in the family of MS, but it's separate. Mm -hmm. And it affects one in every 1,000 individuals worldwide. It's something that's not really spoken about as much, which I think should, because a lot of people are affected by it in such strong ways. And um, after going through physical therapy, I rededicated my life to the Lord because during that part of my life, I was like one foot in, one foot out, doing things that was a little more worldly and then also being with the Lord. And I once I gave my life completely, truly to Jesus, I started to regain the legs to, to walk. So I am very thankful and um, I just love doing it. And I, I told him, I was like, everything that I do moving forward is going to be for your honor and glory, not mine. So I'm very happy to do this for him. That's beautiful. And it's amazing how, you know, something like that can change our perspectives. You know, yes. as a teenager, I had, I had, a, I have Crohn's disease. So that was something as a teenager that, you know, we didn't know at first and I had right. gotten very sick, lost weight and things like that. So yeah, I can totally relate to what it's like to go through and have that unknown factor I'm feeling and just, yeah. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. And it was terrifying, especially when you lose your eyesight and you, you lose the ability to move. I couldn't eat on my own. And, you know, my family jumped in and they prayed on me right away. And, you know, we just started working on it to find out what was going on. But I, trusted Jesus. And I said, Jesus, I know you're going to give me the answer. You're going to help me through this. And you're the only one who can. And he is, and he's shown me the way. And I'm very thankful. And I think everything that uh, happens to us or in general, if you will, uh, I think it's just to make us a stronger being, you know, spiritually and physically, you know, I think. Yes. I agree with that. You know, we go through our trials and tribulations every single day, but it's how we handle them and and what we're looking towards to help us handle that correctly. And for me, it's the Lord. And I'm very thankful that he gets to show me that and my family and and getting to share his love with everyone. I think that's what's so important. The world needs a lot more love with everything that's going on. So I feel when I'm able to put a smile or just do the simplest thing, I feel that that's a gift in and of itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us who are some of the women that have inspired you to music? Oh, wow. I have a lot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Selena, Dolly Parton, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Um, I love Carrie Underwood. She's one of my favorites. Um, there's so many women. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Cece Winan um, with, uh, with the Winans, uh, Mary Mary. Like, there's just such a list of so many different artists and so many incredible people not just females, of course, male too. I think there's a lot of people, especially who love Elvis Presley. There's a lot mm-hmm. of him I grew up listening to and loving and getting to feel a female way about certain songs too, uh, when you get to create it in a different style. But yeah, those are really the top, especially Dolly. Dolly's my girl. Oh, those are awesome. Those are awesome. And yes, I can't agree with you. Dolly's like, yeah, Dolly's my top She's too. like the queen. So. She's the queen. <laughs> yeah. I love her. Yeah. Yeah, if you go back to like the Roman or the Greek mythology and then Roman mythology where you had like Zeus and Hera and all the other gods like that theory, you know, I'd be like yeah. Dolly Parton would be like Zeus and then everyone else, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> she's like yeah. the top one. It's like, Dolly, we need your approval on this, Dolly. Like, she's just such a, a beautiful soul. And she's so mm. peppy. And she's been through a lot. But you see her strength. And she's somebody that I really love and admire as not just a woman, but somebody in the industry who works so hard with music and writing. And I just, I love her. I, she's just an amazing, amazing woman. Absolutely. And in business too. I mean, that's, I mean, you, she's the first person to say, you know, I wasn't the kind to hand out money to friends and family, but what I did was I created an industry and an area for jobs and stuff so that they can make their own living. You know, yes. and that I think holds such a precedent to, you know, like anyone like, yeah, it's just beautiful. And how much she does for philanthropy and, and just, yeah. Uh, she, she's incredible. I mean, I've gone to Dollywood multiple occasions for different events and just to stay there and, I feel like when you're there, you're home, you know, you're just mm-hmm. really getting to relax and have a good time and be with family and friends. And she makes you feel like one of the families. So that's something, one of the things I love about her, because mm-hmm. I come from a very big family on both sides. So getting that feel when you're going away is really nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. So would you like to uh, talk about the book release? Now, I know you have one book out. Uh, would you like to tell us about your book? Well, yes, my book is entitled Suzanne Lantana. It's a collection of short stories, fiction, nonfiction. It's to let every young and girl, you know, every young girl and boy know that they can make it through anything and that the light's always at the end of the tunnel. We did a short story regarding 9-11 in there because I lost my aunt 9-11. So we wanted to help encourage families and children that they can overcome tragedy, something as high as that. And uh, we did release a second book, but we're currently... Uh, I guess you could say revamping it. We're going to be adding some new stories to it and then we'll be doing a re-release. So I'm very excited about that. Wonderful. It sounds awesome. And I was just going to ask you, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I was going to ask when you said the fiction, nonfiction, if you took some real life events of your own and added to it. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that you can feel the realness in it, but also, you know, some things were tweaked, you know, like for example, one of the stories, Suzanne gets an iguana. And I never got an iguana, but I always loved iguanas. I thought they were, you know, adorable as an animal. So I was like, okay, well, let's try to stick that in there somewhere. But yeah, in regards to 9-11, that is a a true story through and through, just using the characters to explain in a lighthearted manner, so to speak, Mm -hmm. Um, not in a scary way, because I wanted children and their families when they're reading it, you know, to kind of get the idea of it, but not get, you know, some could get very, very upset very quickly. So I didn't want it to be yes. that kind of a way. I wanted them to really feel comfortable getting to learn about it firsthand from somebody who's gone through it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that's such, you know, a pivotal moment. Like that's, that's going to be something that's going to be always in history. So to have that in a book like that, you know, in general, and just bring that education about, about what had happened and things like that. And not in a, like you said, in a scary way or in, in that fearful way, but in a, in a, let's talk about it. Let's educate, you know, this is what happened. And, you know, I think that's always a plus. Especially when it's from your experience. And I always feel it's always best to do something always out of unconditional love and respect. You know, we people can agree to disagree on so much stuff, but as long as you discuss it out of unconditional love and respect, I feel things could go a lot farther and uh, a lot of people can grow better. So that was really my mindset when I wrote, wrote that. And even when I write all my other stuff. So that's very important to me. That's awesome. Love that. Yeah. So would you like to get into our 20 crazy questions? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay. There's no right or wrong answer. And I promise we will not get arrested. 
Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, tell us what song do you rock out to that gets you going? Oh, at least right now. It could change tomorrow. I know that, but yeah, it always changes. Um, <laughs> Return to Sender by Elvis Presley. Ooh, that's a good one. Love that. Yeah. Well, what was the last thing you read? The Bible. Tell us the top two concerts that are your favorites. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, getting to see Sync. I got to see them. And that's like a while ago, but that was one of my highlighted concerts. And then getting to see my uncle perform when he he's part of a doo-wop group called mm-hmm. Vion Citation. So when I get to see him perform, it's always fun. Oh, wonderful. What job would you be terrible at doing? <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I never even thought about that. Uh, we may have to circle around to that one. <laughs> okay. We'll come uh, back to that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. <laughs> oh, what's the first thing you would do if you won the lottery? Oh, that's simple. Um, I donate and then help my family. Yeah. Do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse? Uh, no, no, just prayer and doing what the Lord wants me to do. That's it. (laughs) Perfect. Tell us what albums or artists should we listen to before we die? Definitely Whitney Houston. Definitely Mariah Mm -hmm. Carey. The I would say back in the '90s, her '90 albums, uh, mm-hmm. Dolly Parton, of course, um, Elvis, especially his older albums, the Christmas albums. I also like um, there's a group Pentatonic. I don't know if yes. maybe you've heard of them. They mm-hmm. are beautiful. They're acapella. Love listening to their music. So there's a couple there. Beautiful. Those are all great choices. And if you all haven't listened to any of those, you better get out there and do that after the interview. Yes, please. <laughs> Well, who would play you in a movie about your life? Oh my God, that's such a good question. There are a lot of great actresses out there, but um, I don't know. You know, it's interesting. There was a young girl. I know she's not a known person, but there was a young girl on a show on AGT. And I could relate to her as when I was younger because she went through a lot of similar things like myself. And when I watched her on that show, with Simon Cowell and, you know, Heidi Klum and all that. Um, I said, this is a young girl that I could see playing the younger version of me. So if she's watching this, just keep that in mind. You never know. One day I may be coming uh, to ask you to play my life story. So that may happen. You never know. So she's not a known actress, but she sings and she's somebody I, I kept an eye on. Wonderful. I'm excited yeah. for that. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get that scripted tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. I'll tell you that there's a lot of stuff that come out, which is a good thing. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. It's called yes. life, right? Exactly. Exactly. Can't go wrong. So, boots or heels? Boots. Where's Waldo? I'm hoping home. <laughs> 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 that way you won't have trouble finding him right <laughs> so let's hope he's home but is his home like red and white stripe too will he blend in just check him. you never know he may be trying to use that as another form to hide but that would be interesting 
<laughs> we may have to find the red and white house. Uh, right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go outside and be like, look, I found Rolo's house now. <laughs> Someone's gonna be like, get away from my house. What are you doing? I'm like, sorry. <laughs> like, oh, I see you. I recognize your glasses in the hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So hypothetically, if I came to yeah. you and said I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Oh my. Um, well, aside from a graveyard, a good graveyard, uh, probably underneath a home. Underneath, like in a <laughs> cellar kind of area, you know. Just like a freezer kind of thing or behind a wall, that kind of thing. Those are good places. Like those. Yeah. <laughs> just, just not my home, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the best thing since sliced bread? Oh, I love fried chicken. Ooh. That's Sounds good. Yeah, that's my other slice of pie. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can't go wrong with good food. No, and our family loves it, so we're very big on cooking. Yeah. Yeah. What's the worst pizza topping? Oh, I can't take anchovies. That's got to go. I'm sorry to all the anchovy lovers out there. I just can't. <laughs> That's got to go. <laughs> For me, it's got to go. And it's funny, I never used to be a pineapple pizza person, but as I got older, I kind of now got adopted a little bit more to that, so... That's a good thing, but the anchovy, oh no, I can't. I just can't. I'm glad you mentioned the pineapple. That's the two, the hot topics are really pineapple. And I think now anchovies are like the two hot topics in pizza this year that I'm talking about. I, yeah. I swear. Like, I mean, there's olives here and there and onions and weird <laughs> things like that or normal things like that. But anchovies and pineapple, it's either you love or hate either or both. So, yeah. 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 No, yeah. I've adopted to the pineapple, but the anchovies, I can't. I just can't do it. So do you have any guilty pleasure music? If so, what is it? Guilty. I like Bruno Mars. Mm -hmm. Um, I can listen to him. Good, clean versions and Silk Sonic, the good, clean versions that I can listen to all day long. Wonderful. At what age do you feel that you became an adult? I grew up rather quickly, very fast. Like, I guess for me, I really felt more like, okay, I hit adult phase, like 21. Yeah. That's when it really hit me. Like, okay, now I'm an adult. Even though they say you're illegal when you're 18, but it was 21. Yeah, I think it's when everything starts hitting you and the responsibilities and you're like, oh man, I'm responsible for everything. It's me. Yes. Yeah, I gotta like, pay yeah. this bill. <laughs> I gotta go take care of that. Yeah, exactly. So 21 yeah. for sure. Oh. Oh, tell us something on your bucket list. Mm. I want to go to Israel. Mm. That, that Israel awesome. and Italy. Those are the top two. I really, really want to go to. And then the third one would probably be Spain. Mm. Oh, beautiful. So, and in that order. In that order. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you have anywhere particular in Italy that you want to go to? Rome. Definitely want to go to Rome. Um, you know, I have family there. I have friends there. I have other family members who've been there. So they're always like, get there. So whether it's flying or whether it's taking a boat, I'd love to go either way. Likewise. Likewise. I have some family yeah. back in Sicily. So yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's so beautiful. And when they came back with pictures, I'm like, oh my god, it's my other home. Yeah. Like I can get over there. So <laughs> it's the place. It's the place to go. If you could be any other person for the day or position, like a CEO or an accountant or the president, uh-huh. what what person or position would you want to be for the day, and why? Female president. And the reason for that is because I see so much stuff going on that I just want to jump in and help. I just want to start changing things for the better and see things happen for the better. Let no matter who you are, what you are, where you come from. I just want everybody being okay. And I want everybody living healthy and happy and enjoying their lives. That's all I want. Yeah. That's beautiful. Tell us, what would you like to magically clean itself? The laundry, the dishes, the house? the bathroom. That would be number one. <laughs> you know, I, I clean, I, I, I clean the bathroom a lot. So I'm like, yeah, please. If I had a magic wand, the bathroom would be the first thing and then I'll go on to the next thing. <laughs> so yeah, definitely the bathroom. <laughs> so I think I know the answer to this next question. Would you rather cook or order in? Cook. Favorite I dish? Love- Oh, oh um, fried chicken. Baked ziti. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. <laughs> the baked ziti with uh, Italian bread and a delicious Italian salad. Ah, oh, sounds awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, that's now it's making me hungry. But yeah. <laughs> I, I've been on this kick to make lasagna and I'm, uh, I have some family moving in with us. So I'm excited for them to move in this summer. And so I can make a big thing of lasagna and... Because I can't make a little thing of lasagna. I don't know how to make a little thing of lasagna. No, we, we can't. It's, no, no, you can't. <laughs> when you're used to having such a big family, you try to downsize it. Even if you try, you can't. Because you're so used to those yeah. recipes, you're just mm-hmm. making it for like 20 people or more. Right. And then when you make that small one, you're like, it just doesn't taste as good either. So I'm like, that just doesn't taste right. Like, <laughs> I don't true. know. What did I do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. And it's like, all right, just mm-hmm. don't mess it up. If it's not, not broke, you know, just leave it. Yeah. Leave it alone. Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. So my neighbors will get some lasagna. We'll have some lasagna. Everyone's going to have lasagna. It's going to be a block party lasagna thing here. The biggest thing is the desserts though. We have to make sure Mm -hmm. the table's full of desserts. So with us, we always have the pastries, the Italian cookies, the cakes, Mm -hmm. whether made or baked or whatever. We do the whole thing. So it's always fun. I, I'm so excited. There's uh, a woman that had just friended me on Facebook recently. She just started. Uh, well, she didn't just start it. She was doing it back home in New York. She moved down here to Florida. So she's in the Punta Gorda area and she does Italian cookies. She doesn't buy the trays and things like that in American too. But I'm like, I was so excited to see that. I'm like, oh my God, that's just like made my day. I'm like, and, and it was like out of the blue. I'm like, oh, hi. I'm like, who are you? I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> so well, once you start seeing Italian restaurants, delicatessens, the pastry shops, you're like, okay, I'm home. Here we go. Let's yeah, start yeah. with the new stuff. So I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, exactly. Okay. So we're going to circle back. Yes. What, what job would you be terrible at? Uh, probably construction, but I would work very hard at trying to figure it out to make sure I could do it correctly. So that would be it. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Construction. Yeah. Cause I have friends and family in it and I always try to figure out like how the heck this is done. And I'm like, Oh God, I'd be here for days trying to figure this thing out, but I would do it. I still work very hard to make sure I do it correctly. But yeah, it'd be construction probably. 
Yeah. And I think some of the stuff like that, you know, like any other skill, right. You just need to take time yeah. to learn it. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, it'll take me and, a while, but I'll get there. And, and even if you're not good, you're still trying. Yeah. That's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you can say, I got the experience. I tried. You may not want to hire me for your house, but I'm trying. And hopefully if I get better, then maybe you will hire me. So there you go. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So the last question, do you live yes. by any words of wisdom? If so, what are they? Never, ever say never. Cause in life, you know, you could say, oh, no, I'll never do that, but you never know. So mm-hmm. never, ever say never and always go for your goals. Those are beautiful words of wisdom. Thank you. Those are the top two. Always has been since I was a kid. Yeah. Keep, keep at those for sure. And if anyone needs some words of wisdom, you should definitely you take those. Yes, so. please. So tell us what does the rest of 2022 look like for you? Like, you know, some more oh. songwriting, some more book, obviously revamping the books, you know, second yes. book and. So there is a lot of exciting things going on. Um, First and foremost, I was nominated for the Josie Music Awards, and that's going to be at the, uh, what is it, Uh, Grand Ole Opry uh, in October of this year. And I'm nominated for Vocalist of the Year for Christian Gospel Inspirational and Single of the Year for Christian Gospel Inspirational. And I'm also going to the Dove Awards. Thank you. And I'm also going to the Dove Awards. So this will be my first appearance at the Dove Awards. Look at you will be also showcased through it. And I'm very, very excited about it. So I get to walk the red carpet, it'll be televised, all that good stuff. So I'm very, very excited. And we're also working currently on some Christmas music. So that's what's happening right now. That's really exciting. And for anyone outside of the music writing realm, if you don't know, the beginning of summer is Christmas writing season. I just want you all to know it's very hard sometimes <laughs> to get into the Christmas mood when it's like 100 degrees out. Although I live in Florida, so it's always 100, well, 80. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And it is, it's that time, you know, especially Christmas in July. That's another mm-hmm. fun fact. I love starting my Christmas shopping and Christmas in July. Of course, during uh, Christmas time, I'm doing shopping, but Christmas in July for me and my house, we kick it off. So it's already starting with the shopping and getting everything that we need. And it also helps because once the holidays come around, you have that time to kind of sit back and relax a bit and you can you know, be more with and, family and friends. And really just enjoy that time too. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So full plate, but very excited. I'm pretty sure I could get some of my lights up here in Florida. It'll just look like I'm decorating early. Well, not really decorating early, but it looks like I'm just putting lights out for, you know, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Just leave I'm doing here. Yeah. Just leave the lights up and you don't have to turn them on. And then when you're ready to go, you flip them and then you're good to go. Yeah. Maybe we'll give it an LED light changing colors. We'll do like orange for the Halloween. Maybe like exactly. brown. Yeah, for, well, don't I don't know about brown for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Maybe orange. We'll still stick to orange for stick Thanksgiving. Orange. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, don't forget, they have now Thanksgiving trees. So you can put oh. like beautiful, beautiful, like orange and turkey type trees they make now. And they have lights on it. You can put it in the window. So it's like Christmas, but it's for Thanksgiving. Nice. Huh. Yeah. Now I know I have family and friends that normally put up uh, Christmas decorations, obviously leading into, you know, a little before Thanksgiving, we do it too. But we've also had a lot of Thanksgiving, we do a lot of Thanksgiving uh, decorations, especially the tree and different lights. So it's a nice transition and the beautiful Thanksgiving wreaths you put up too. Mm-hmm. So you can always make a nice transition into all of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
And there's so much, you know, that can follow through for both actually, you know, and yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, definitely. I think, In our house, we start at the, um, I think it's, I'm not mistaken, like the end of October, we start, that's when we start. I mean, yeah, I know Halloween, everybody's hyped up on sugar, but then once at the end of Halloween comes, then we're like going right into Christmas, but with the touches of Thanksgiving as well. So it's like a, a beautiful blend. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. No, I love it. I know everybody has their own way of doing things. And I say to each his own, it's cool. As long as you love it and you're enjoying it, that's all that matters. Um, But yeah, that's what we do. That's what we do. We, we have a ball for us. It's like Candyland. Absolutely. I remember like the end of October, we'd start putting up Christmas lights up North because, you know, like we'd get that, those storms in winter and it was so cold. That's like climbing up on an icy ladder to look like, yeah, no, yeah, (laughs) yeah. no, no, no. It's better to get it done ahead of time. So you don't got to worry about it. Absolutely. Well, it has been a pleasure having you on today and you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. I look forward to it, especially all the things going on. I'm going to keep you guys updated. I will look forward to it. And again, congratulations on your nominations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, friends, for joining us for another episode. Have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.